Hello, everybody. It is I, Miri, and joining me is a very much in pain penguin. Woohoo! Okay, look, I'm just gonna say this right now, okay? You decide to yourself, okay, instead of sliding down on my stomach, let's slide down on my back one time. <laughs> you, you hit the rickety ice one fucking time. And then the whole thing just goes down. Yeah. So, anyway, at this point in time, you have taken your pain meds and they are going to be kicking in as we record this. Yeah. And I am currently drinking chocolate milk, so you know I'm going to get a sugar rush halfway through this. Well, as we all know, Miri loves her chocolate milk. It is definitely not the skeletons of the people that she's cursed. <laughs> all grounded up into a fine paste. Served to her by our producer, and then, uh, you know, off camera, she goes, Now that's good eating! <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, our little VA retrospective, Crabsworth Wind, has emerged into, Hi, like... Jerry. Hi, Jerry from Kazakhstan! Has emerged into this, uh kind of mini project thing that we do about voice actors and animation and pop culture and stuff. So anyway, oh, about that, hey, what whatever happened to that? Like we got we got shit to record for that, don't we? No, we kind of. Like we detoured into this, I know, and then like we like we've got this episode of this Simpsons defense, and then two more of it, and then you've got the whole panel. Yeah, yeah, the giant Simpsons panel, which definitely isn't just me. No, it's totally not just you. No, no, you, you've got the, a, we, we have sock puppets. It's fine. You've, you've got, you, you have like a cast of like 20 that's coming in, right? Totally. Totally. Okay, perfect, uh, perfect. Anyway, for those of you joining us for the first time, the name of the game is uh, we have Simpsons episodes that are not compilations, not Treehouse of Horror, and they can only be from after season 10. And there are two lists of 10 made. One is by little Nathan Crabsworth for me, which are all episodes he feels that I will love. And so far we are shooting seven for seven. And I think today it's going to be eight for eight. It's awesome. Yay, I do like it. And then for poor little Nathan's Crabsworth, which he came up for himself, not I, him. I still don't know why I suggested it. Although this episode, I know why it's on there. I know exactly why this episode is on we went through the IMDb uh, ratings of Simpsons episodes and we selected from the bottom a list of 10 um, within our parameters, but also with one added caveat that uh, you, little Nathan Crabsworth, cannot instantly defend it off the top of your head. Like there was you thought. you going to call me Natalie? No, of course not. You totally were. That's your Roomba's name. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> we've discussed this. My Roomba's name is Kashmira. We've actually, I think we discussed on this podcast. I can't remember what. We must have by now. So this time, this time, I am looking at the episode Smart and Smarter. And you are looking at the episode, Kill the Alligator and Run. And I think that we are going to say something very controversial about your episode. Oh, 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 
Oh, oh, it's not controversial. See, unlike all of the others, which we were like, okay, um, okay, we're going to pick from the very, very bottom of the IMDb core. I know things about Kill the Alligator and Run. I know how much people enjoyed this episode when it came out, and, and definitely not that it was one of the worst Simpsons episodes when it came out. But... Yeah, the bar has been significantly lower since then. So the, this <laughs> this this was a reprieve for me. It's got the highest rating out of any Simpsons episode that I've watched for these ten by a country mile. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of reasons why it does. Um and. If you want, I'll talk about why people hated it, because it comes down to one thing. But, yeah, this one I actually enjoyed. But before we get there, we have to go through the... So, Smart and Smarter. Like mm -hmm. I said, there's quite... I think it's one-third of my list is uh, season 15. Oh, season 15 is great. One third, one quarter. I say this several times. Season 15 is great. Oh, yeah. Um, I, again, have to say, I thought this episode was from an earlier season. Because I, we we know I don't watch Simpsons in order. I never have. So it's, um, it's easier for me to be like, what do you mean this is season 15? What do you mean this is season 30? Like, I... To me, I thought it was way earlier. So I I love this episode so much. It is actually one of my genuine favorites. Yay. Um, and I'll just like there are notes in here like it's it's funny, it's packed with the writing, it has good use of your celebrity guest star. Um, it goes into the relationship between Lisa and Maggie which uh, is always fun to see when it's done well. And it is because, again, I think people need to remember Lisa is eight. So even though she's gifted and smart, there's a certain amount of social and emotional maturity she simply doesn't have. And this is where Lisa actually gets to kind of show her age. Um, and then again, the family, like there's definitely family support, but I know what you want. You want me to get into the funny moments I found in I this. want you to talk to me. Did you enjoy Phonic Frog and Hulk? I fucking love Phonic Frog. Oh, okay, good, I, good. I have like 20 exclamation marks after I love the talking frog. I fucking love Phonic Frog. I love that frog. Okay. That's one of the things I think about, like when I think of Simpsons. I freaking love that frog. I forgot that it's been so long since I've seen this episode. I forgot the frog was there and I was so happy. Okay, so um, funny story, true story. Around the time that this episode came out, because it was it was like 04, 05. I was uh, in surgery most of the time for, you know, my stubby little penguin legs. Um, and while I was waiting for, um, I think it was a follow-up with, uh, my orthopedic surgeon who was, who did my legs. Um, there was this kid in the waiting room and this mother and this frog. This frog was a baby Tad, which is what they based Phonic Frog off. 
Now, baby Tad fucking sucks. And this mother would constantly play with it. The mother, not the child. The child was asleep. <laughs> oh, no. I knew the child was asleep. I can't walk. And all I could think about was, oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. Are you going to an asylum after this? Are, are you... Are you, are you are you going to mental asylum <laughs> after this? Because keep in mind, like, I had surgery two weeks ago. I'm in a shit ton of pain. And then this episode shows up. I can't remember if it was a rerun or what. Uh, and then I saw Homer just fall in love with this frog. And I'm like, you do not get to redeem this woman, Simpsons. <laughs> because that frog I can get by. <laughs> um, it also reminded me of, is it Linguo? Lingo? Oh, oh, he's much better than Lingua, let's be honest. Oh, no, no, he is, but it reminded me of that episode, too. And I was like, oh, this is so awesome. But anyway, here we go. Um, just some highlights for me. Uh, the fact that Homer knows all of the collection agencies when he's talking to Dr. Everett. I've judged <laughs> them all. Um, and, and I think I think what's even funnier. Um, so we're Canadian but we are aware of America and their lack of universal health care and how expensive things are. And it's kind of like, you're still rooting for Homer. Like, no. yeah, avoid those collection agencies. Um, Simon Cowell, the lines are priceless. Like, this is how you use a guest star. This yeah, is- uh, you're, I mean, you're playing to Simon Cowell's strengths all the way through, but there's, there's only so many ways you can deliver. Congratulations, you're as smart as a pig. Now let's see if we can get it up to Dolphin. Yeah. And make it so cutting, it's so endearing. Uh, exactly. Like, it's um, strong. Like, like I said, they they set Simon up in a good way to, to do, to be good in this episode. Um, I love 167. That's amazing for a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bart turning to Lisa and going, Welcome, Welcome to, to the others. others. <laughs> wait, wait, um, wait, 167. My IQ is only 159. Does that mean Maggie's smarter than me? Yes, because 167 is a bigger number than 159. Do you see that works? <laughs> um, sweetie, you are... Mind, I haven't seen this episode in years. Oh, no, they're so good. Um, sweetie, uh, you are... Uh, uh, oh, my... Uh, er. <laughs> That's me, Haoma Etter. This is Haoma Etter's doctor. He's too sick to work today. <laughs> I'll be right back. I mean, which one of us wouldn't do that? You know what I mean? It's very relatable. Uh, sweetie, you were so blue. Did the last of something die again? Just that moment from Marge to Lisa and the sincerity, like... That's absolutely a ridiculous thing to say, but also, damn, if those parents don't know their kids. Like, <laughs> um, Lisa, classic, classic, like, you know, I'd say eight through to like mid-teens move of trying to figure out who you are. I have to admit, really liked the styling on goth Lisa. I thought that was awesome. Um, and then 
Uh, Millhouse going straight into simp mode was really like, holy shit, Millhouse, pump the brakes. Uh, <laughs> why? I, I don't know why. what your problem is with Millhouse. I this fucking is the hate that kid. Time. I hate that kid. That kid just wants to live his life and be happy. Then he needs to stop being creepy. Okay, now to be fair, Lisa needs a creep in her life. No, she doesn't. Nobody does. Actually, yes, she freaking does. I can show you the episode where Lisa realizes it. Oh my gosh. Okay, I can this show is... you the episode. I mean, we're I going we're off, topic. off topic. I know. I know you were going to say that. I know. <laughs> like, um, show you the episode because well, I'm sorry. The Mill thing House. is, my next point, though, I need you for because I can't remember why I wrote this down. Oh, shit. Okay. The quote is tried and failed. Oh. <gasps> the principal, the principal. She's like, I tried everything and nothing seems to fit. Tried and failed. <laughs> <laughs> uh,. The Lisa and Nelson exchange on the bus into Nelson <laughs> tucking and rolling, screaming bully rule, police rule. Uh, gotta mention, love the talking frog. Uh, I agree with your mother. You are a disappointment to her Oma at Earth. Speaking of that scene, that entire scene and exchange is so realistic and so good. Yes. Like so realistic and so good. It was very strong. Even even with like the frog. Even with Hey, the, the frog the frog just builds it. It really I'm, does. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. The the thing that didn't sell this for me. Now keep in mind I haven't seen this episode God knows how long. I'm actually gonna go back and rewatch it very soon because I'm being reminded of the stupid phonic frog which is the one thing I remembered from this episode, my glory of pain. But what sells me on that scene working is Homer's face. Yeah. Because Homer's face, it's entirely straight. It's entirely dead fit. Meanwhile, he's got the frog. It is, it is so strong. And the thing that I love is it's ridiculous. It's funny. And yet it's so serious and weighty. At the yes. same time, it's this perfect confluence of things. Um, Which is how Simpsons should be. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got the whatever happened to baby Jane reference <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the really aged phonic frog. Because <laughs> you got to keep it there. At least the right person is using it. Uh, I know, it's great. Um, oh, what, what I was can't it? figure out is why does Maggie stole the past? I don't I couldn't tell you but well I mean it is a dream sequence so I guess that's that's the justification there so Lisa puts phonic frog in Maggie's dream Lisa subconscious puts phonic frog in Maggie's dream when phonic frog has been with Homer the entire time yes Uno, it's a dream. Don't overanalyze it, man. Jeez. Uh, you you wonder what's a good dream? <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, maybe I'll just somewhat find your daughter. Fine. Extremely <laughs> satisfied. All right, bye. We'll go right after lunch. 
There were layers to that exchange. Um, classic reunion at the end. Oh, good. She's here in time to see us die. So much sincerity and wholesomeness behind that look that I just can't get over it. No sarcasm. One of them reminds me of the Simpsons movie. Not now, honey. Doomsday's family time. Yeah. It, 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 it remi- so, like, okay. If they die, they all have to die together? Like, is that a family credo or something? I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, it's one of the most tightly wrote continuity continuing thing the Simpsons have ever done. If you think about it, um, if they have any control over death, they want to be together. Anytime. It's true. It is true. All right. I have two final points. Are you ready for them? Yes. So the first one's wholesome. The second one is ridiculous humor. So the fact that Lisa was helping Maggie subconsciously the entire time, that despite the feelings of inadequacy, despite all of these, the the faults of Lisa and everything, she wanted Maggie to do well. And I thought that was really sweet. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, Now then... Mo being the butler, play along, I'll explain later. And then Barney is a maid. You told me no one would get hurt. I just lost my shit at that ending. I lost my shit. I thought that was hilarious. Like, but that's the thing. I love it when the Simpsons combine all of these aspects and then this juxtaposition of like there was a plot line we didn't even know about that resulted in this ending and they're never going to explain it to you but oh my god is it funny like this is this is kind of like an example of my favorite simpsons so this was a great pick you definitely knocked it out of the park tonight or today Uh, or this afternoon or whenever people are watching this like months ago when i picked this yeah, no, you knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Now, we are going to go into Kill the Alligator and Run, which is a season 11 episode. Ooh, I and, gave myself a break. Yeah. Um, I believe. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Why is it rated so low? Praise Jesus. Okay, do you want to know that or do you want to go into the whole thing where, you know, you do the synopsis of the episode. Okay, fine. I never do that, that I can gush over it, that I can explain why it was so bad. Because, yeah, there's a there is a reason. There's a reason. Okay. I genuinely found this episode funny. (laughs) So you're not the only one. I, I don't know what to say about that. Um, so in this episode, um, Homer becomes the quiz master. Everybody's taking quizzes, takes a quiz, finds out he's going to die in three years, has a complete mental break, total mental as break. As yeah, you. as you would. Um, and then it's recommended go to Florida. They go to Florida. Turns out it's spring break. Homer, like anyone going through a mental break, um, goes through this period of dissociation, which is I'm going to party with all of these people and not think about anything I have to do. 
Meanwhile, Marge is fretting, trying to get him to rest and also taking the kids out to see the sights. One of which is an alligator. Keep that in mind for later. Uh, there's a concert, there's all of this stuff. And then Homer decides he doesn't want spring break to end. You know, classic denial that you have to go back to your real life and real stressors, right? Classic. Um, takes the family out on Bayou and well, the Everglades and hits the alligator mentioned earlier. They get arrested. They go on the run. There's an epic chase scene. Um, then they end up in like the at some backwoods diner living out of a trailer. Things seem to be going well while well, the police officer catches up to them. Uh, they're arrested. They're tried. Yeah. They're on a chain gang. They try to get you out. Relax, and then it I'll have you in jail by supper. Yeah. You'd better. Yeah. And then it turns out the alligator was fine all along and they're set free. And Homer is finally like he's gone through his mental break and he's here for his family and everything like that. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much covers yeah. it. It's a. Uh, <laughs> I just I I found it funny. <laughs> like I'm sorry. Um, oh, I, the, don't, don't don't be sorry. I found it funny too. The the Kid Rock appearance didn't age well, but he's in there for like all of a few seconds, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, to me, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Oh, for Homer! Oh, for Homer! I know. Uh, yeah, if um, if I wanted to, I, I've alluded to it in my synopsis. If I wanted to, I could like justify how this episode portrays a mental break and self-medication and all of that stuff and how you eventually work yourself back to uh, a baseline. But I'm not going to do that because that's not what the people are here for. They are here for you, little Ape no, and Crabs Earth. And we have to give the people what they want. So... Tell me about this episode. Okay, so first of all, before I go into that, you have no idea how good it felt to be watching the classic Simpsons opening. Oh, I miss I the watched, classic Simpsons. I have watched so much. Yeah, but you've watched the good ones, most of which have that opening. They don't I've have been it, watching the. They don't have it played for the whole length. They'll do the shortened. I don't care. Oh, fine then. Yeah, that's it. You, you have not. This was such a breath of fresh air to me after seeing the modern one and having to go back to the modern one. It, it, it's just, it was a nice breath of fresh air. That's the entirety of this episode. Because uh, here's the thing, Miri's right. I'm gonna throw up later when I watch this back, and I admitted to that. But Miri's right. This thing is funny. Uh, some of the quotes I have here. That'll be $3 for on couch delivery. And three makes three. <gasps> this is... The this, militia. This the is militia. real. It's printed by the Montana militia. It'll be real soon enough. That hits so hard, by the way, with what's oh, going yeah. on in the States. That hits oh, so yeah. hard right now. It, like, it, what it, the fuck? Even if, it, even if it didn't, that is just so Homer and Bart. Yeah, that it that makes it same as this. Ooh, good. My self-test is here. Finally, I get to figure out what makes me tick. I'm betting it's anger and rage. Well, yeah, but in what ratio? <laughs> so good. Um, during the 
42. I won't live long enough to see my children die. <laughs> I love that uh, line. Which Backstreet Boy do you like the most? Oh, the rat-faced one. <laughs> um, Homer in complete breakdown. That's it. That's it. A mother can't die and I'm a mother. See? <laughs> I, I I haven't I haven't written in my notes here. Dan delivered that line with entirely too much gusto. <laughs> but I, it's so good. Oh yeah. Oh, why is it my baby getting weight? Because <laughs> it's made of plastic. <laughs> Florida, but that's America's wag. They prefer the sunshine state. And can I say something? Yes. That line has entered into the pop culture nexus. Yes. Just just like how a lot of people will say, like, don't touch me, you damn dirty apes, and not know where it came from. Florida being America's wedding is completely, it's there. It's there. It's in there now, which is so, like, awesome, I think. Anyway, I find it hilarious. Continue. Um, okay. Uh, so I've got a question for you because we didn't go over this. Did Bart book the hotel? I don't remember. So basically the whole... No, no, it doesn't... Like, it's rhetorical. It's never shown. Um, but the hotel is called the Royal Fart Inn. Yes. And one of the spring break shenanigans changes fart to frat. And all I can think... <laughs> and all I can think of is... Okay, did Bart book the Royal Fart Inn? Because that, that sounds like Bart. I wouldn't be surprised um, if he did. And since it's my birthday, we'll party extra hard. I don't know why. I, oh, I remember why. Because her, like, their implant went off. They instantly replaced her. Yeah. Hilarious as hell. Um, Maggie's wave to the to old Jack and Marge's. Ah, he can crawl up my toilet any day. It's so wholesome. It's so it's so good. Um, okay. So, um, guess how many boobs I saw today, March? Fifteen! Um, the teeny houdini and the baby cuffs bit. Yes! And can, Hilarious. Can, can I just say it's yes. oddly believable that Florida would have baby cuffs? <laughs> like... Oh yeah, you go down there. Oh god. Um... You can't drive, Dad. She's got your license. You can't drive, Dad. He's got your license. Well, I'm gonna try anyway. <laughs> oh, it works. <laughs> it's so good. It's you so good. He said there's a procedure for dealing with events of this nature. <laughs> uh, the way that Homer says, "More hash brown sugar." Right. Yep. Yeah. Um. You got you just relax, I'll have you in jail by supper time. You'd better. Uh and then your honor, in lieu of an attorney, I wish to represent myself. Drunken hicks of the jury. With one guy smiling from ear to ear. Yeah. Like the rest of them are offended, but there's one guy. <laughs> There's one guy he's appealing to. 
There's all this one. There's always the one guy. There's oh, yeah. always, always, and forever the one guy. Okay. And the and the last line that I have here is, uh, I'm beginning to dislike the man with the whip. <laughs> okay, but 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 seriously, um, you want to know why this episode is so hated? I do want to know why it's so hated because I I was like, is it retroactive because of Kid Rock? And you were like, no, that's not why. No. Um. So basically. I can tell you what I didn't like about it, first of all, and then I'll get into why it's actually so hated. So, um, first of all, I don't know if you've ever been to Florida. I don't know if you've ever been on the Tampa airboats. Nope. Uh, okay, so, yeah, you know how they had uh, that constable driving? Yes. In the first tour group? Yeah, you legitimately have to have a tour guy that specializes in airboats to do that, first of all. Um, they're actually one of the most regulated activities you can get in Florida, just because A, the airboat is a highly dangerous piece of equipment. B, if there are gators, there are there is a possibility you could be eaten. Every gator tour is supervised. It is extremely regulated. So the whole idea is nonsensical. It makes zero sense. Um, so, but basically, uh, why this one was so hated. So uh, by Simpsons quality standards at this time, you had Homer at his most jerk ass. Because it was. He fucking goes berserk on spring break. Uh, drinks Kid Rock shit, treats his family like shit, whatever you may be. Um, and you see the, and you see shades of, you know, the family issues and stuff like that uh, between this one and the last episode that I reviewed, which was terrible. Um, and that's basically why, because it is the most Mike Scully episode of the Mike Scully era, which is completely nonsensical. There is no heart. There is no weight. The jokes, for the most part, are kind of cheap jokes. The problem is those jokes are really funny. Yeah. Um, like, so, I, the last ones we've watched of yours, like, I might laugh here and there. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. This one, I was laughing regularly. It, it, it's consistent. So, your the characters, yes, they're all assholes. They are all out of character. Um the the thing of uh, Homer saying, well, okay, but I'm only paying for two weddings. Ridiculously out of character. Homer would never say that about uh, Bart and Lisa getting married. Um, <laughs> but the, Sorry. It, yeah, it, it, in any case, the jokes are there. The joke writing is solid. Marge has got those one-liners for days. I've only I've only mentioned two of them. But they're all there. Um, mm -hmm. And so long as you go in and you're not trying to take anything too seriously and you're fine with a plot this outlandish, this episode is harmless. Uh, this episode is fine. Also, selfishly, it's lovely to see Julie Kavner sound like Marge and not death. <laughs> and, and this is nothing against Julie Kavner. I think she's fantastic. Um... But this this entire 
um, series that we've been doing has been lamenting like Julie Kavner's yes. coming to the end and we don't want it to happen. No, and, and like this episode allows me to live in denial. Yeah. Because Julie Kavner is, if not at her peak, she is so damn near her peak, it's not even funny. Um, But in short, yes, this was a banner of awfulness back in the time. Like early 2000s, this thing was the epitome of why the Scully era had to stop. Because everything was so out of character, everyone was so flanderized. Um, and the char the characters were, for the most part, irredeemable. Bar Maggie, because you can't screw her up, and possibly Marge. But the thing is, I forgive it all, and I urge people who are vehemently against Kill the Alligator and Run to watch it with the mindset that you just want to watch something funny with no meaning behind it it's it's junk food by the simpsons standards certainly but, but it's it good junk damn food. good junk food yeah Th this is this is the junk food this is your comfort junk food oh yeah like this is this is like you've had a shit week and you need to have your comfort food like you you don't you turn your brain off and you can just laugh at the stupid jokes. Yeah, and it's it's pretty harmless. And, and they and they are and they are really stupid. And you could go into early Simpsons or later Simpsons and find things better than this. Find a lot of things better than this, but you can do a lot worse. Oh yeah, I I think I messaged you and I said I wouldn't call this like bottom of the barrel bad. No, it's, it's far from it now. Uh, it's far from it now. Back in the day, yeah, it was. But think about when it comes out, season 11, you've had 10 really solid, stellar seasons of this. The odd stinker here and there. Mm -hmm. But nothing... Nothing on the level of this... This, uh, this is one of the ones that gets brought up and that this is when it really started to feel like The Simpsons was a cartoon. This and I think uh, Principal and the Popper from season nine mm -hmm. um, was where it was like, okay, The Simpsons doesn't feel like a real family anymore. It feels like a cartoon, which, yeah, totally. See the argument. Totally fine. But it's, it's good. It's, it's... The bar has been lowered so much. We've gotten so much worse since then that this is absolutely harmless. Yeah. Watch it. Enjoy it. It's not going to be your favorite, but it's going to be far from your least favorite. Yeah. Uh, on that note, are you ready for me to reveal next time's, next week's episodes? No, no, I'm not. Kill the alligator <laughs> and run. Uh, by the way, just for those of you keeping track, is at the top of my ratings list. Oh, yeah! Except, except for In a Way That Doesn't Instigate the Fight. Because mm -hmm. I, I love that song. Uh, but in terms of episode, yeah, Kill the Alligator and Run is my number one. And it's not a 
It's, it's not even close. I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. When I get all said and done, kill the alligator and run is going to still be number one. It's it, it's it, it's that tolerable. Uh, well, that's good. And we all know Jerry in Kazakhstan is keeping track. So mm-hmm. y'all can reach out to Jerry. On that note, um, the episode I'll be looking at, by the way, it'll be nine. So we'll be almost done. Almost done. Almost done. (laughs) Two more pains. Two more pains. So mine will be broadcast news. Yay! (laughs) Oh, you're going to love it. Oh, yay. And yours will be the longest march. No! <laughs> no, that one's so boring. Yeah, but no. I, I think you're more afraid of the final one you have to do. No, let's not talk about that one either. No, no. <laughs> Let me joy kill the alligator and rub, damn it. <laughs> On that note, uh, thank you so much for listening, joining us, letting us do what we do. Once again, I want to remind you all that if there is an advertisement or something, realize we are not making money from it. We are not monetized. It's something the platform is doing. However, if you want to throw a little coin our way, go to www.deathpixie.ca because guess who you can hire? You can hire us, or in particular, you can hire little Nathan's Crabsworth for all your voiceover needs. And he is a hot commodity. He just got another gig. For voice yes. acting so get yes. him now while his prices are low yes he can and he cannot talk about that gig no Which but is- we can tell you get him now while his prices are low <laughs> also you know ringtone you want a new ringtone why not Crabsworth will take your money yeah of course you know what I'll comfort take- food you know what I'll take your money but I'm not gonna plow your driveway Ah, and now is the time where I say goodbye to everybody and pass it over to little Nathan's Crabsworth for the final words. The final words. Ladies and gentlemen, I suffered through seven stabbing pains in the back for you. Let me have kill the alligator and run. Dear God, let me have kill the alligator and run. Go and watch it. Please, just watch it. You'll enjoy it. I promise you. Uh, also, please don't forget to harass the holy hell out of Mary Witch in order to make sure that the extractors, that's Mary Witch's giant summer blockbuster, are full of sex and, and, and superheroes and MacGuffins. <laughs> And me, Cloris Feldman, comes out on time. Hello, I'm Cloris Feldman. And remember, harass the shit out of the witch. <laughs> Go ahead, boys. Do it. Mary, this is the Chad. You should totally edit the extractors. Mary, this is the Brad. I like cookies. Oh, and uh, something, something extractors. Brad, you were in the extractors. You know that. Yeah, yeah but the Brad, the more that the Brad thinks about it, 
Brad doesn't really like his performance. He was more of a supporting character. Plus, there was the whole getting stuck in the box thing. You told me you like being stuck in the box. Yeah, like being stuck in the box with you. It was the other one. What other one? <laughs> Boys, when my plans failed, I went to a nice little hot box, and one time poor little Bradley was there, and... I understand completely. The Brad is totally justified by saying that he is not very proud of his time in the extractors, but that shouldn't mean that you shouldn't want to hear it. <laughs> On that note, goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.